from Las Vegas. You're listening to Verve Church for people who don't like church. Thanks for tuning in. Did you see Free Guy? It's one of the top 10 biggest movies of 2021. It's about a video game. And in this video game, we meet an NPC, a non-playing character named Guy. You know what an NPC is. So, so it's like if you play a game like Grand Theft Auto, you play as a character and you're in there in the game, right? But there's a bunch of other characters in the game who aren't really playing. They're just there. They're, they're extras. They're, they're insignificant. And I wonder if you've ever felt that way. Like, like you are unimportant, not really a player. Well, Guy lives the same life every day. He gets up, he puts on the same old clothes, he eats the same old breakfast, he orders the same old cup of coffee from the same barista. And then he goes to the same old job at the same old bank, which is robbed multiple times a day, every single day, that the world, this video game world he lives in, is ugly and full of crime and selfishness and hate. Then he goes home from work, and he does the same old thing again the next day. It's his same old life. It's what he and everyone else is used to. Uh, he and his best friend have a conversation. One says, I love my life. There's something about finding your lane and just staying in it. The other says, that's why they call them comfort zones. They're so comfortable. They and everyone else act like they're happy being comfortable, but they're not, not really. They, they long for more. And, and every once in a while, they admit it. They want to be like the sunglass people. The, the sunglass people are the playing characters. For, for them, it's not the same old, same old. They have freedom. They can do something, right? They're having an adventure. They're part of the action. Guy says, he says, people who wear sunglasses are heroes, and he wants to be one. Guy says, the, the sunglass people, they get to do anything they want. They go on all sorts of missions. Guy wants to go on a mission, but he can't because he doesn't have sunglasses until he does. Uh, one same old day at his same old bank, there's a robbery in the same old way uh, by yet another bank robber. This one's played by The Rock. Uh, but this time, Guy decides to do something. He takes on the bank robber, takes his sunglasses, and then he goes outside where he puts on the sunglasses and everything changes. He's still in the same old place, but everything he sees is different. He sees possibility, and he is empowered to do something about it by the sunglasses. And he starts making a difference. He, he's standing up for what's right. He, he's putting other people before himself. He's helping people who can't help themselves. Now, he's not great at it at first. He's, he, he's, uh, he's a little awkward at it, but he just keeps doing it, and he keeps getting better. Like, he is really making a difference. And other people are fascinated by it. Like, all the people who watch the video game, they're, they're, they're just so used to, to seeing 
everyone who has sunglasses just being in it for themselves. So, so, so seeing someone who actually loves and serves others, they're drawn to it. In fact, Guy inspires a movement. He gets a bunch of people together, all who have been living the same old life. And Guy asks, what if our world didn't have to be so scary? What if we could change it? Someone says, can't all be you, Guy. And he says, that's not true. But what's inside of me is inside of you. And it's growing. The barista says, I need more in my life than drip coffee. I want to make, and Guy interrupts her. He says, a cappuccino? She says, a difference in the world. Guy says, that's much, much better. Guy tells all these people, he says, there is a world out there where we can be free, where we can matter, but we have to fight for it. We have to fight together. And everyone believes him, that they see that they can break out of the same old and they can make a difference. They're excited. Guy's best friend says, I don't know what's happening right now, but I love it. And they they start working together to bring a new world into their world, which is, it turns out, actually uh, the world that the video game's original creators always intended from the beginning uh, until people made this video game world into something it was never supposed to be. And you can probably see the parallels, right? Because so many people, so so many of us are living the same old lives. And that's fine. It's it's a good life, right? You have a good life. But we long for more because we were made for more. So what if we got out of our lane? What if we got out of our comfort zone? What if we could be heroes who go on a mission, you can, you can. But to do it, you have to put on the sunglasses. Huh, what sunglasses? Well, there's not actual literal sunglasses, but you do need your eyes opened. So the, uh, the Apostle Paul, he was one of the first Christians, super significant, wrote a big chunk of the Bible. He uh, wrote a letter he sent to Christians in the town of Ephesus. In the letter, he prays for them. What does he pray for? For sunglasses. Uh, check it out. It's Ephesians chapter 1. We're going to read verses 18 through 20. He starts out, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. Let's pause there. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. He's like, listen, you're seeing, but you're not seeing. I want you to really see. To to see what? He continues, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. He prays 
that they would see that they have power. He says, incomparably great power, that they can make a difference, that, that they can change the world. And when your eyes are opened, everything changes. You're, you're, maybe it's like same old place, but you'll see everything different. You will see possibility and that you have power, incomparably great power to do something, to make a difference. You, you might not be great at first. It, it might be awkward. Of course it is. It's, it's, if it's new to you, everything that's new is awkward at first. But if you keep doing it, you keep getting better. And you find that you are really making a difference. And everything, everything can be different, more. So a great example of this in the Bible is Peter. Uh, Peter was a fisherman who lived the same old life every day. He got up the same old way. He put on the same old clothes. He ate the same old breakfast, cinnamon toast crunch. He, he went to the same old boat and he tried to catch the same old fish. And it, it was fine. It's what he was used to. But I, I bet something in him longed for more. And then one day it happened. More happened because Jesus happened. We read about it in Matthew 4. It says, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. And that, that was the best choice Peter ever made. I'm sure in the moment, it felt terrifying. He, he was leaving what he knew for the unknown. He was leaving his lane. He was leaving his comfort zone all to follow Jesus. And he didn't know it. But that was the day he put on the sunglasses. He started to see things he had never seen, even though it was the same old things. They had been there all along. But, but, but I don't know. Maybe he was just too focused on himself and, and his same old life. I, I don't know, he, but he had just not seen it. Like there were sick people. And now because he was with Jesus, he was a part of healing them. And there were hungry people. And now because he was with Jesus, he was a part of feeding them. And, and, and there, were, there were racial barriers separating people. And now because he was with Jesus, he was a part of tearing them down. Peter said yes to following Jesus. He put on the sunglasses and he got an amazing adventure. He got more. I, I bet, I bet if on the day he said yes, the day Jesus said, hey, come follow me, be a fisherman. Okay, I'm going to do it. I, I bet if you had asked him, if you pull him aside and say, hey, can you really do this? He would have said, no, I'm a nobody. I'm just, I'm just a fisherman. I, I, don't, I don't have what it takes. But he said yes anyway. He said yes to following Jesus and his eyes were open, open to God's incomparably great power for us who believe. In fact, I want to show you something Peter, Peter wrote a little of the Bible himself, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, here's something Peter wrote later, years later. He wrote, we have everything we need to live a life that pleases God. It was all given to us by God's own power when we learned he had invited us to share 
in his wonderful goodness. He's like, everybody, this is crazy. I, I, I know you don't feel like you have what it takes, that, that you're not special, that, that you can't do this, but you can. And I know because it happened to me. You, you can do it because God's given you everything you need to make a difference, to, to be a hero. He's given you his power. Like what's inside of me is inside of you and it's growing. You have everything you need to live the life he has for you. And Peter went from the same old life to an adventure, more, because he said yes to following Jesus and his eyes were open. A great example of this at Verve is Tom Brandt. Uh, Tom started coming to Verve on day one, like when we, grand opening of our church, he was there. Uh, about, I don't know, 10 years ago, Tom got into a men's group that I led. And shortly after Tom got baptized, which is when a person celebrates putting their faith in Jesus. And Tom started reading the Bible every day for the first time, started doing a Verve Catalyst reading plan. Um, one day, uh, Tom and the other couple guys showed up at group. And I asked, I said, hey, how was your days? And Tom said, great. On the way to work, there was a car broke down. And I'm like, yay, that's awesome. And Tom said, well, it's because like, I've been asking God to give me opportunities to serve people. And when I saw that car broke down, I knew it was my chance. So cool, right? Uh, Tom started leading his own men's verve group. T Tom started asking for stacks of verve invite cards to put around the business he owned. Uh, Tom came over and helped my family several times. Like our, our showers broke, call Tom. Front door won't shut right, call Tom. I mean, not that I couldn't fix stuff. I'm great at fixing stuff. I just knew Tom was asking God for opportunities to serve people. Call Tom. Um, one year, Tom asked uh, me, he was talking to me, he said, hey, I've got all these clients who come into my business and our church has adopted the Marble Manor housing project. So we have all of these kids living in poverty they probably won't get much or anything for Christmas. What if I asked all of my clients to buy Christmas presents for the kids at Marble Manor? I was like, sure, I love that. So, so Tom puts up this Christmas tree uh, at his, he owned a gym at that time, and, and he put the names of the, the kids on ornaments, and his clients all brought, bought several presents for every single kid. One, one of his clients told Tom, she said, you know, my... My mom works for Albertson's grocery store. She actually oversees several Albertsons. And, and so they, they talked to Albertsons, who agrees to give a huge Christmas dinner to, for, the, for all of the families of Marble Manor. Um, this, this, uh, this last year, Tom changed careers. He's actually becoming a prison guard. And he was going through boot camp, uh, which, they, which they make miserable for everyone. And one day, a guy just had it really, really rough. Like it was just a bad day. It did not go well for him at all. And at the end of the day, everyone's in the locker room. Everybody's getting ready to go home. And Tom goes over to this guy who's like visibly shaken. And Tom whispers, hey, are you a believer? And I was like, huh? Tom says, do you believe in God? Guy says, yeah. Tom says, cool. Would it be okay if I prayed for you? Yeah, sure. And so Tom prays for him. They now pray together every 
day. In fact, other people have asked for uh, Tom to pray for them. I asked Tom why. Like, why, why did you go over and do that to him? And, and Tom talked about our Love Everyone Always series, a series in which we learned that Jesus' way of having influence and changing the world is to love one person at a time. Who? The person God puts right in front of you. You, you ask them questions. You listen. You learn their story. You, how can you serve them? Could you pray for them? And Tom told me, he said, that's, that's who I want to be. I, I want to be that with the, other, with the other guards and with the prisoners. And Tom's doing it. And he, he has traded the same old, same old. And in return, he got an adventure. An adventure of loving people and doing good and making a difference. And he is able to because God has given him everything he needs to do that. And God has given you everything you need to do that. There's a, um, there's a scene in Free Guy where Guy, after he has started living his new life, he tries to get his best friend to put on the sunglasses. He, he's like inviting him into this new life he's living. He, he says uh, to his friend, he says, what if I could tell you that you could be more? Your, your life could be fuller. Life doesn't have to be something that just happens to us. He says, these glasses have changed my life. They're going to change yours too. But his friend is afraid. I mean, he, he's used to what he's used to. And so he's, and guy begs him, he says, put these on. You're going to see, you're going to see. His friend says, I can't, okay. I'm sorry, I can't. And, and guy tells him, he says, you're my best friend. You don't have to be scared. And if you change your mind, I'll be around. I'm asking you to put on the glasses because you have a God who loves you and who will be with you. And so you don't have to be scared. You might, you, you, you might say, no, I'll still be your friend. But, it, but if you are still living the same old life, you still are doing the same old things, man, if you're willing to get out of your lane, out of your comfort zone. If you want an adventure of loving people and doing good and making a difference, then would you pray? Like, tell God. Pray, God, open my eyes. God, give me your eyes. I want to see what you see. I want to see beyond myself. I want to see the hurting people, the, 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 the people in need. I, I want to see the people who need someone to stand for them, the, the people who need to be loved, to, to see the people who are far from you. God, open my eyes and help me to see what you see. Would you pray that? And let's do that. Let's get more. And let's pray together for that right now. Let's pray. God, would you open our eyes, God? Help us to see what you see, God. Help us to see more. Help us to see beyond ourselves and our same old lives and our comfort zones. God, would you help us to see hurting people, people who have needs, people who need to be loved. God, would you help us? Um, when Jesus said to, to Peter, I'll make you a fisher of men. Would you help us to care about people instead of our, our fishing business? 
Would you help us to want to love everyone always, one person at a time, so everyone can come to know you and this life of more that you have for them? God, we pray all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen.